delivered. <laughs> well delivered and timing is everything. <laughs> As someone who has been there and been been given a negative response, that one is very accurate. Dennis, my friend, yes. are, how are you doing this March evening, March 2022? Pretty well, pretty well. There's signs of spring. Signs of spring? Yes, yes. The snow is melting. It'll likely snow again, but it won't come back the way it was. Mm -hmm. I swept today. I come from a family of sweepers down the line. Right. Carpenter sweeping and sweeper sweeping. My you're grandfather, sweeping. my brother, they're all, and now me. I've seen you with a broom. And, right. Right. And you're like, wow, that dude can sweep. Man, look at him go. Right. I know. You I have, you have so, swept he, so many. He moves so fast for how old he is. Yes. <laughs> Lord. No, truthfully, though, it is, it is, there's a dove outside. Truthfully. My window. Truthfully, right out there. Beautiful uh -huh. dove. Mm -hmm. It's only about six feet from the window. I bet you could, I could get a shot at it if I had my pistol. I know. Bam. Doves do. Where's your BB gun, sweeper boy? Take a pellet gun of that sucker. Mm -hmm. Kill that uh, dove. Because that's the way to be. Now the dove's back is to me. I think that's a sign. It's mm -hmm. not a good sign either. <laughs> when the dove turns its back. When the dove turns its back. Take it away. You shove it into the sack. And you yes. got to get your love on the rack. I don't know. Tortured, tortured, yeah, tortured, 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 tortured. I mean, so have you played your guitar since we spoke about it last? I did take it down today and I gave it a little tickle. Yes. Good for you. I did. Good for you. Yeah. So I, at my work, I've been working on a thing where I have to do something and then wait like four minutes to see if what I did fixed the problem. And I've, discovered that's a great time to take the old axe off the wall uh -huh. and uh and diddle around a little bit until it's until my i have my Dude. result which is often that no actually i'm a dumbass and i haven't actually fixed the problem but that's neither here nor there, there. it's actually here it's here inside my heart but you need an intervention i need some sort of vention convention prevention looking at me now over his back he's looking back Shit. at you over his back over his his dove shoulder o over <laughs> over uh her his his dove shoulder i think you think do you think it's a boy dove yeah 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 it could be anyway it just was distracting I'm, when doves know, cry like, is <laughs> <laughs> oh oh for the dove of love yes remember prince's famous line about that's what is it that makes the doves cry ooh, ooh, ooh. you have to find that and, and lay it out there for a quick second it's it's masterful when doves cry is an american musician yes lyrics i don't know are you going for a particular lick or lyrics or what are you going for i think that's up to the, the listener yes ironically to to go and listen to that particular thing by all means no do not pause this continue on <laughs> and then go to patreon.com happy hour and then when this particular episode is done go and listen to uh when when loves uh lie or whatever doves cry yes uh very good so, you do anything this weekend? Coming I did up some shit. past. Past weekend. Well, or, or both, whatever. Uh, I have plans. Go ahead. I'm, I'm at a loss. I can't remember what I did this weekend. So, I had a very busy weekend. 
on Saturday, uh, some friends of ours from Madrid were up visiting, visiting, not visiting us. They were doing tourism near us and they let us know. And we went over to, to meet them and we went to see this thing that I've been to a couple of times. Pretty sure I've taken my parents there. It's the Altamira Caves, which is this place where they discovered in 1870, they discovered these caves that had these amazing cave paintings in them that date back like 16,000 years. When you go into the museum and you go into the exhibit, they give you, they show you this little intro movie and it starts 18,000 years ago when people were living there. And we have evidence that people were living in these caves 18,000 sure. years ago, just from bone fragments, both of, of humans, but also from whatever they were eating and their little stone, the, the little arrowheads and stuff that they made out of stone and oh. their tools and the axes and whatnot. And then uh, 2,000 years later, like they had been living there for 2,000 freaking years. And there was something that like, caved the cave in and then it was abandoned for a while and then another 2000 years go by and then some people are able to clear it out or whatever and other people were living there and then 14000 years go by and it's it's discovered again and so what they've done is when like they opened it up in the early 20th century for people to come visit and very quickly probably because people were like fucking smoking in there or whatever quickly it it they noticed that the cave was like getting deteriorating. worse, deteriorating because of all the traffic and the, and, you know, the moisture from the skins, from bodies right. breathing. And, and yeah, and all the, yeah, the bodies breathing. And they, so they, I'm going to get these dates wrong, but like around the year 2000, they shut it down and they said, no more people can come in here. And then they took a couple of years and they figured out that, wait, what if we built an, an exact replica of these caves with these oh. exact paintings? out of just fucking plastic that then people could tour and they could get the sensation of having seen these things, but we're not actually destroying the originals, the original right. paintings and whatnot. And so I guess maybe 2012 or something, they, they built in room and opened this museum that is right within a hundred yards of the original cave. Like it's really there and you go there and you can be there in the cave. Uh, in the, it's it's not really a cave. Like I went in there with like my jacket on because I thought, oh, it's going to be cold in a cave. But then I realized, oh wait, we're in a fake cave uh, <laughs> where it's actually fucking heating. And the lights are there. And there's this, there's this audio guide that is on the way everything should be. Now there's an app that you can download that has an audio guide on it. And you go to each spot and you type in, I'm at, uh, at this place where it's, where the plaque says 34 and you type in 34, and then the, the guide comes on and explains in, in whatever language you want, what is there to look at. And I don't know, it was just super cool to, and then there's this whole other museum of artifacts and stuff to let you get a feel of what it was like to live in that time period. And it was just crazy to contemplate what if anything, literally anything that you or I have done is would be noticed in 15,000 years, <laughs> let alone like fucking 50 or 15,000 days. Right. Yeah. This podcast for sure is going to be listened to for all eternity, but, but the, just the contemplation of what is time, man. And like this, it, you know, although I'm looking at a replica of it, 
I'm looking at a replica of a thing that still exists 15,000 years later. And 15,000 years is like the Romans were 2,000 years ago. And roughly, I guess the ancient Egyptians were in Babylonia and that stuff were like 5,000 years ago. But that's like a third of the way there to where these people were and what the hell their life was like. And they're just hunting and sewing together animal hides and then finding refuge in the caves like what that i don't know it's so far from what our life is like that um yeah. was fun so wow that was and it was so well done right yeah and yeah it, it, it the museum was really well created and thought about and whatnot so that was our well and then after that we went out with this was three other couples and their kids which were all more or less the same age as my kids so that was an interesting get together for everyone to be together uh hey so the museum sounds cool and so realistic and what a great way for everybody to get a hit of history and also not hurt the caves i mean exactly. that what an outing and so you didn't talk yet about your friends who you met there and were they from spain or from the states or where are they from they're from madrid i know but are they yes so the friends that we know best grew up in the town that my mother-in-law is from and th the town where my wife would spend three months out of the year every summer down there. Doesn't itself. anymore? Doesn't anymore. Uh, when you're a teenager, it's not a Rodriguez. Oh, but, but, so, so I meant if she did it now. If she did it now, no, that would be the opposite. I would be the Rodriguez oh. haver or doer. But so her friend is like literally three days older than she is. And so oh, they grew that. up, they grew up having fun down there in the summers yes. and became tight friends and their friends. In, and so her friends lives in Madrid now and her, she and her husband also, they have kids, a girl and a boy that are basically the same age as ours. They like to recall a phone call that they had where one, where they wanted to tell each other that they were pregnant. And one of them said, hey, I've got big news. And the other one says, yeah, I've got big news. Let me go first. And they was like, no, let me go first. Mine's bigger. And it turns out that they were both pregnant at the same time. Oh, my word. Uh, so That's unbelievable. Yeah. So we share. So those, that's who was there. That was that's the that's who was there and, and their kids. And they're some of their friends from Richard as well. And it was oh, just really? nice to How hang out with. Other... There were two other couples. And each of them had a single kid that was around. Oh, wow. That's age. a crowd. So, yeah. Did go somewhere afterwards? Yeah. Then we went to find, find a place to eat. And the uh, whole crew. Yeah, the whole crew and it was tough to find a place that would take a crowd of 14 yeah and but, but in, in the end we ate very late we especially for american standards we sat down to eat at 3 15 and we finished eating at 5 30. uh for for dinner no for lunch oh for lunch oh my gosh yeah exactly <laughs> first for spaniards uh eating at 2 or 2 30 is pretty common and even sometimes three but and then what time is dinner? Nine or ten. Oh, I see. Yeah, I'm in bed by nine, 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 nine o'clock. Right, exactly. It, which is why when I travel to the states and 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 live with my parents, even though it's a six-hour time difference, it's really only like a four-hour time difference for my stomach. Yeah, because yeah, it's because that's, totally, that's built in. Right? But so that that was a lovely experience. So we had a full action-packed weekend. Oh, the, on Sunday, we we got up early and drove like fifty minutes away. With your uh, friends? No, we said goodbye on to our friends own. on, your, on well, your Saturday. Nuclear. Yeah, yeah, with the with the nuclear family, and we went to go visit a guy that works with my wife. This is bullshit. We're gonna have to switch from Zoom because Zoom is being very naughty.
you can hear me. Yeah, I uh, was just obviously left and came well, back. My, my, my Zoom crashed. So you were frozen, so I knew to come back. So we went to this place that yeah. a, a coworker of my wife's lives there, just this tiny little podunk. There might be up to 100 people that live in this village, but probably not. Yeah, they up have in the, a store up there in the of any kind? A store? I don't know. They have a bar and a church, which is what you need a to bar? be a Spanish. Yeah. Well, it's a great village. <laughs> exactly. So we went and her friend is uh, loves the mountains and wanted to show to us and live, lives there. And his niece was with went with us, who is like 15 or 16. And we went on this 15 kilometer hike. That's almost 10 miles. Woo, uh, baby. Up into climbing, 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 and, and then back down, obviously. And we had to cross this river three times. But it was a it was one of these river crossings where you have to step from rock to rock and oh. maintain your balance. It was we had a walking stick that we could that we yeah. could stick in the river to had a third point of balance. But it was a lot of fun. And Sounds fabulous. Did you take pics? I took pics. I recorded the hike on my on my watch, which I can use this app to generate a video over the three D terrain of where we walked, which is pretty. From, where's cool. the camera? It's generated three D virtual camera. I know. And you're through your watch? Through, through the watch, yeah. The, the watch okay. is taking GPS coordinates every couple of minutes. Huh. And then this app can look at those coordinates and draw and animate a path that you walked. Animate as in like cartoon characters walking in the woods? Or what do you mean animate? <laughs> We've had this before where, where I say animate to mean draw something on the screen and you think of Disney. No. <laughs> I can't imagine why. Or, <laughs> you know, or Looney Tunes. It's a stretch. Right. It's a stretch when somebody talks about animation to think about anything that ever came out of a Walt Disney shop. You're right. <laughs> no, there's no cartoon. I can't characters. believe I went there. I, it draws. It draws on this 3D map that it's showing you the path that you took. Understood. I've seen the apps. I've looked at to look at them. They come across my feet all the time. And you showed me yours a travel that that didn't. It showed you going straight up, and you were climbing. I believe all fours at one at, at some point in some wild Rocky bit. And you said that was it was like episode it. three of this podcast. Was it? Yeah. Uh, a long time ago. That was pretty cool. And then we got to uh, walk down. Part of the walk down was on this ancient Roman road that has been there for 2000 years. So that was super, Man. super uh -oh. like time. You travel left me and came back. Am I here? Where am I? You're here now, but you, uh, you froze up a quick second. I, I was reaching for the lead, but don't stay with me, man. Don't leave me. So that was cool. Look at me. Look at me. I see you. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, please. The closer you get to the camera lens, the, the worse it is for me on this end. But how's your week been? So let's say you went to a museum of ancient caves that are 16,000 years old, hiked mountains with your friends in Spain yep. and ate in places that I can only imagine. And I think I went to the drugstore and picked up some stuff. And that, uh, yeah, I did that. I Oh, oh, I knew what I did. What'd you do? I know what I did. Tell me. I, since we've spoken, I wonder if you knew that I saw, I went to the rekindling of the Open Blues Jam, which is now open every Sunday yes. at, at Old Dog Tavern in town. And uh, I went there and there's a story to tell about that. And then, and I didn't play, I was ready to play, but it was going to take too long and I was tired. But then the next night I happened to go by again. I love their beer. They've got an anchor steam on tap and uh, uh, walk in and little do I know, but it's open mic night, which I don't know what that is. It's certainly not a blues jam. And this guy who played a really good acoustic guitar plugged in, got up and sang a tune and was lovely. And then was joined by a, a younger man who I think was his son who sang. And I thought, oh boy, I, could, I would love to play harp to that. So sweet. 
but as it turns out, there were various musicians come up and they're somewhere quality, high quality like those two. But as, but then you, as I was thinking, maybe I would had one beer. That's all I'm going to have. I'm going to drive home. But as I was thinking of, of leaving, I was, I wish I didn't know who the next act would be, but the next act was coming up and the guy who was up. There was a long haired dude playing a kind of a loud guitar. But I realized that there was a dude in the corner and it didn't matter to me. I thought he was very interesting. And in, in many ways he had tattoos like a reptile. Up his neck and on his face and his arms, and he was beautiful to to look at, all dressed in green and bright clothes. And he was carrying a guitar that looked like he made it out of a, a tin can. And I glanced at it as I was walking out the door, and I, I it took a minute. <laughs> the next thing I know, I I, I, I forgot my coat or something. Went back and came out, and by then he was playing, and the awful noise he was making was awful and i remember i couldn't see him but i heard it and i looked at the stage as i was walking by and i saw the guy who was managing it with a look of utter terror on his face <laughs> because he just introduced this dude who was playing this wacky guitar that he made and Out it was probably like screech and scratch and crazy and i left there and you know. when something like that happens do you think the person playing thinks they're being amazing or do you think they're Yes, I think I don't know. Rolling to to see, to just be a dick about can I make no. this horrible noise? Or no, they they play at home and their mama and says, the, uh, "You play no. good, boy." Nobody says nothing because they're playing alone. Yeah, I know, I know. But do you think his self image is yes, that, is that a, he's playing some stuff that's good, strange, eccentric, but good. And there's when you listen to certain jazz and other music, particularly jazz, you'll hear off key and off note and off rhythm stances that are just wild in their variety and they're not at all typical you know like tunes as much as they are just instrumental wildness but it's got to be anchored it's got to be anchored and it can't just be screechy scratchy but yeah i think he's fine so let me tell you the story about the blues jam he has someone in his life that has heard him play and told him you're really good at this well right and you know he gets loaded with him and it's oh man you know the the loader i get the better i sound man you should go play in public so along those lines, when I was the blues jam, there's this dude there who plays a pretty good harmonica and he's got a nice blues handheld mic, just like I have the blues blaster and hooks it up and blues blaster. Pretty good. And he, he sings, but, and while he sings in tune, he doesn't sing. And he also gets up and decides something that I never do, but once I'll go up there and I'll start with something that starts out with a harp because I've come up and. I'm going to get the thing going and the guitar players are going to follow me, but I don't do that four times in a row. <laughs> I don't do, I don't do harp leading four tunes, this tune, then a boogie tune, then a slow tune, it, it, not four in a row. I turn to them and say, what do you got? Right. And they'll come up and who's going to sing or whatever. But he insisted on doing that and singing every tune. And as a harp player, it would listen to the harp music. I don't necessarily want to hear another, the next band feature a harp. I mean, I've had my fill for that for a while. A sax would be nicer, a piano or something offset in the guitar. Sax is in the same space as a harmonica. So I knew that would mean it would be the third set before I got up there, which Because you can't go back to back with... uh, I don't uh, want to. Harp, harp, right. I don't want to. And it's just, it doesn't make any sense. Way back to back. It's like when I just hear myself play, let alone myself following somebody else who played. It was too bad because you could hear his voice way too loud and clear. And you could hear his harp only moderately, and he'd been better off. He would have been 
much better off Twitching singing a lot less, playing more, and just keeping the what he was going to sing in the lowdown rather than, he, like at one point, it's amazing. he put out his arms, Hallelujah. now comes the big finale. And what he did was he went to the mic and he thought he was going like this. Whoa. And instead he went, ah, 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 and it was off key and it was loud. Yeah, it's amazing what a bad mixing job can do to ruin a performance, right? He had it's the art. other thing is that there was a guitar player he brought up, and I like the way this guy looked. He looked like what's his name, Waylon Jennings, back in the day, and he had long black hair and a big long black flowing beard, kind of heavy set, dressed in a, like a black suit with a white shirt. And I was just dying Damn. to see him go nuts on what the a guitar. Look. He had a Stratocaster, and and Kenny never really gave it to him. Never really said take this man or whatever and and at one point the dude was had to do this ridiculous little jam because it was all he could figure out to do with this song that kenny picked i would have said to the dude what do you got man and he'd say i got something right what boom then go baby he's ready to play it he's ready to sing it you got to be generous you got to be generous that's That's a thing that i noticed when we were jamming at myrtle beach the best moments were when phil who was clearly our leader would say okay everybody take it down let's let let's let uh yeah. You know, Bongo Bobby over there, take a, right. take a riff or, or like it would, it would be, uh, like he was in control and realized that we were too loud and getting it softer would make it more elegant. He was facilitating an ideal collaboration. He was facilitating an ideal collaboration. Yes. Them's big words. And I see, as we call it. And I see I, ideal collaboration. <laughs> What do you, what? I know. Wait a minute. I know the C stands for collaboration. I'm drawing a blank on the I because I can't remember the phrase that you repeated that I said. Sorry, I'm a little spaced out there. Facilitating. Hey, man, it's going to be 66 here this weekend. Nice. Yeah, it's all the snow is all but gone. I bet when the backyard and the most prolific thick ice that's grown up on my pavement, which is still about three inches thick. I was able to chop it with the chopper and break it into pieces. I looked up the chopper. I know what a chopper is now. You said that was the tool of the day. And I looked it up. And and I talked earlier about the tool for the day today, which was the broom. And mentioned that I came from a family of sweepers, generations of sweepers. Right. And you had commented that you've seen me sweep and that it was something to behold. Yeah. So I have a broom. Guess how tall the handle is? Six feet. Twelve. I just told you. Twelve inches times six. What's the most important thing in comedy? Timing. What? Okay. So you're tell me about your <laughs> enormous. You're doing, the, you're doing the Groucho Marx thing with your eyebrows. I never knew your eyebrows could go so far up your head. I think you might set a record. That's got to be like four and a half inches. I never noticed your eyebrows. Six feet, maybe. We're so droopy. Just like your broom. Six feet broom handle, man. That means that I can sweep the bottom step when I'm at the top of the steps. You lazy bastard. Just walk. To... When there's snow there, man, you don't want to step on the snow before you sweep it. Oh. Otherwise, your footprint stays and it turns into ice later. Why don't you sweep the, the top steps and then of course. step on them? Of course. But listen, let me just tell you something. A six foot handle comes in handy when you're brushing steps. Whatever your technique is, whatever you think, the right quote unquote technique. Oh, I have strong opinions. You, apparently, you don't come from a family of sweepers. How many I, steps? I do. It's true. It's true. Uh, it's generational. It's in my DNA. And you come along. So when you say sweeping the bottom step from the top, how many steps are there? 
because there's not 20 steps. No. There's three or four or whatever there's, there's on a porch. Four and a half. You have a half step? Yes. What is this, a musical scale? What? It's just a half step, you know, from the bottom and a half step from the other one above it. <laughs> oh, I get it now. So hold on. You're up at the top of the stairs, of the four and a half Got stairs. a six-foot room. Got a six-foot room. You decide not to fly away on it like a witch, but you... I'd, I'd be a wizard, I think. Well, I mean, which is be, maybe not Let's not be gender normative here. Come on. Everyone's gender normative. G N. Yes, just like icy, which is your steps are very icy. So you're up at the top step, and rather than sweep the first step down, you reach all the way down to the bottom step to sweep. No, I open the door, I sweep the top step, then I'm on that step, I swing, I go all the way down. And as I'm coming back up the steps and I'm finished, I'll look behind me and realize that there's still some snow on the bottom to go down, I sweep it off. Without another thought, you, with a brisk movement. Brisk movement of the brick. Yes. And I might do all three just to make sure they're, they're extra clean. Because as you're wearing boots, you track up on a step. And next thing you know, there's these little boots, like boot shit. Boots. And it's interesting stuff because when you go to riveting, really shaped, sometimes you leave what looks like a waffle of mud, right? Mud waffle, yep. And you could bake it. Uh, Who doesn't love a mud something waffle? Yeah. And feed it to somebody and tell them it's chocolate. That'd be funny. Yes. I... When we were on our hike, we stopped to have our sandwich that we had brought by a little church. And the church was so unused that there there were uh, clear evidence of cows that had been by. There were cow pies. In the church? No, not in the church, outside the church. And uh, There were cow pies? Yes. And I made a joke to my eight-year-old. I said, uh, hey, if you want some chocolate cake for dessert, you got one right there. And he looked at, he gave me this eye roll. Oh my God, dad, that's the stupidest thing. And then he turned around immediately to everyone else and, and said, Hey guys, if you want chocolate after <laughs> chocolate cake. <laughs> well, he had two thoughts about it. His first thought was and his second thought was, well, come to think of it. That is pretty funny. Yeah. So that, uh, that so too. imagine that those, uh, when those are dry and hard and uh, solid as a rock that they make such excellent uh, fire substance, uh, a great fertilizer. I used to collect dung and go to a horse stall and use, in fact, a chopper. Now that you know what it looks like from your examination earlier this evening of the ice ice pick, using that ice pick on the floor of a stall, a horse stall, yes, where they haven't cleaned the shit out for a year, the horse is going to start hitting its head. That stuff is so hard that you use an ice chopper and you take it out like chunks of ice, like the old chop pick it up, chop it, pull it out, load it in the truck, stack it. And when you take that and put it in a, a barrel drum, a drum barrel full Which of water and put that manure in there, you make what's called manure tea. Mm. And as, as that thirsty, becomes just, like more just, of a very thin opens of the concentration of the best would be chicken manure. Hungry. Horse manure is fine. And then when you take that, you take that and you scoop it out and you put it around your plants and it becomes a, a super summer booster, oxygen booster, energizer for the plants. Nitrogen it's booster, called, I would guess. Yes. Yes, nitrogen. And it's it's called, it could be called dung tea, but it goes by dung many tea. names. <laughs> Are you familiar with the mineral called caprolite? I believe I am. Is it a, I'm sorry, a, it's a coprolite. Does it hold water? It's a fossilized shit. Oh. Like you, you were talking about shit becoming hard as a rock and there are rocks that are you know fossilized shit that's been around for thousands of years think it's all it's all hard but that's this is some amazing content we're creating here about oh dung tea oh god hey 
And Who would know? Do you, do you have a tea ceremony with the dunk tea? Or? Oh, but I'll tell you what happens you, about that time. We should year, package though. that up and put it in little tea bags. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we can make a, it's not that kind of tea. Oh, there was okay. a little ceremony I did. I'm sure I've told you this before in the spring. I prefer it unsweetened myself. About the time I would make, I'll bet. The time I would make the tea, the manure tea, is that the asparagus... Chitty, I Which think we should. It takes years and years to grow. Special planning, yes. Special planning instructions takes a while. I had some asparagus anyway, I could get into the details of it, but the ritual was that it would pop out of the ground in the spring, and I would go outside with a little salt shaker, and as the sprouts were about six or eight inches off the ground, yep. and there were many of them, I sprinkled a little salt on it and ate them until my lips kissed the earth. Okay. This is a little. I don't know. Fellatio adjacent. If you're going down on these, you would go there. Until your lips touch the earth. I didn't think you would go there until my lips touch the lips of Mother Earth. Yes. I mean, it may be Oedipal. It's it, you. You want to go into a homosexual type thing? That's fine. That's not where I was at. I was no, the, eating my spring asparagus and kissing the earth where it came from. I don't know. Okay. So whatever floats your boat. My 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 father-in-law, uh, one of his favorite hobbies around Easter time is to go in <laughs> and harvest the wild asparagus. Not uh, he doesn't do the whole like nowhere. He doesn't like you were going get as deep into his throat as he can. But he, I didn't say that. I didn't say uh, I tried to draw it as deep as much as I can. It's very. You were sprinkling. Is there a more phallic food than asparagus? I don't know. No? How about a banana? Yeah. A possibility. Pick one that's carved, but at any rate, not that I've ever done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's transition. Let's. We need a segue. So, uh, spring is sprung, my man. Spring is sprung. Things are looking up. I have a. I experienced a bizarre phenomenon the other day. Yes, my Doo-doo-doo. my mailbox is a time machine. Where the other day I go and I have in my mailbox. Sometimes when when. Some a delivery guy comes and we're not at home or whatever. They'll leave a little slip uh, that says you can. There's like little check boxes and he, he can choose or she can choose. Uh, I'm gonna come and try and deliver this again tomorrow. Or look, just go to the post office and pick it up. They always choose the second one. And so I I had one of these notes and I I thought well, I'm expecting one or two things, but not like I couldn't read where it was from, and the date looked strange. I didn't understand the date that it was said it was left on. <clears throat> and so the next day I go down to the post office and I hand them the slip and they said, Oh, we don't have this here. This was left for you on December 7th, like two and a half months ago. Was it stuck in the back of your box around the side or something? And I said, yeah, it, that's also the date that I read on it. But like, why did this just now appear? Because we check our mailbox several times a week and we don't get a lot of mail because we've digitized all of our bills and stuff. We don't, we don't get much. And so he went and typed the number into the computer and he said, uh, yeah, this was delivered. This note was left for you on December 7th. And then you came to pick it up on December 10th. And I was like, what? That's perfectly possible because around, you know, that's our Christmas time. I might've been receiving packages or it's, it it was like, wait, so how did this get here? And the guy was like, I don't fucking know. So he swore like that. That's bad. He he said, "Fuck me! I have no fucking idea." (laughs) You time traveling asshole. No. So it was. 
and we were just like, okay. And he was like, can I rip this up and throw it away? And I was like, I guess so. <laughs> Apparently I used it uh, two and a half months ago, but isn't that just bizarre? It is a bit strange. Like, and I must say a fascinating story. I was on the edge of my seat for the whole first 10 or 15 minutes. It was. I'm only at minute seven, so there must be more to come. It's the time travel. Me, more like 47. It's been a long night, remember? Yeah, but still, I think I like I think space time. And there's what? a rip in my mailbox. Space. There's a rip. So you're like uh, you're like uh, the Stephen King novel, the JFK novel. Yeah, right. Exactly. Instead, of a, could... instead of a instead of a back of a grocery store, the time the time travel diner, goes wasn't through it? your mailbox. A, no, a diner. Right. Yeah. Right. The the right. the walk-in freezer of the diner or something like not that. Not the freezer. The walk-in right. like a storage area, yeah. not a freezer. Okay. Maybe a cool storing area. So I'm wondering if I should put messages to my past self or my future self into the mailbox. See what happens. And see what happens and be like, go invest in some stock or something. I know what you could do. Shave your eyebrows and paint them in I just, need, below I need the your, just below your hairline. So that you always have a look of amazement. When I'm talking with you, <laughs> that's you were, pretty much a given. You were doing the Groucho Marx eyebrows a moment ago. I'll tell you, oh, mercy. So I worked, uh, worked today. I did manual labor. I cleaned, I, we're doing construction work at my house I own with my son. And so I was there doing grunt work and it was great. It was very, 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 very satisfying. Grunt work sometimes can be satisfying. Do the job, sweep it. The dirt's gone. You're done. Good. Move this, move that. You come from a family of sweepers. Hey, I know. If I, I need something heard, swept. You, you knew that. Say, I mean, it gets around. You've swept us all off our feet on the, with your stories. So I have an assortment of brooms, too, as you might you guess. Do. Of course. I have one broom that the bristles, not, someone the from bristles your family are not six, have. Inches, six inches tall, made out of the coarsest straw that it groans anywhere, almost like bamboo, on a big wooden brush and with a handle that's not only screws into the wood, but also has side metal braces. Wow. When I want to go to town on some concrete, I start pushing that thing. I create a cloud. It's a cloud. I wear a mask. I go in, create a cloud. When I'm done, kind of clean as a whistle. You're like one of those in, those, in the cartoons, animation, as you call it, where like there's a scuffle and a fight <laughs> or something. There's mean, this big What do you mean animation, as I call it? <laughs> I, stop right there. It, it's <laughs> or, animation. Or is who is the Peanuts character? Uh, Pigpen, who's got a big cloud around him all the time? <laughs> That's right. That's you with your broom. That's me with my broom. He had a blanket, though. Oh, that was, Linus. That's Linus. That's Come on, nice. pick that just a dust, right? Except that I don't. I'm, I'm when I'm done sweeping, I might be a dusty, but I, I fresh. I'm back to do fresh patched against the flesh. So then you sweep yourself, self sweeper. Okay, it's called introspective sweeping. Is introspective sweeping. Okay, it's, hey, a clean body is a clean soul, as I always like to say. If you, if a vacuum cleaner won't fix it, then nothing can. That's my motto. Huh. Ow. My hand got stuck. I got the sticking finger. In the vacuum cleaner? No, oh, this finger won't open. Let's see. Yep. It won't open. Oh, I have to do it manually. And when I do, whenever I do it manually, I go like this. Oh, I don't know why. But all throughout the day, you'll see me lifting my finger and going, oh, like it's some backward goose. Dennis lifts his middle finger as if it were a backwards goose is what we've just learned. That's one way to give someone the bird, right? Give someone the goose. The backwards goose. Backwards. Do they fly in the V formation, but like the- You ever grabbed a goose by the neck? No, but I touched a duck the other day. 
<laughs> for the first time. I bet you did. Where'd you touch the dock? How did you give him a little pet? My 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 wife's friend that took us on the hike had chickens and the most adorable week old uh, baby rabbits. They had just gotten their hair. Uh, they were still aligned, but they just gotten their hair and they were just rolling around and and you touched stumbling. Them? I did I did fondle one of the baby rabbits. Yes, but uh, I thought that was verboten because the mother would disregard the child because instead of smelling like her, it smelled like a man. Look that. Baby rabbit is probably dead already from oh, the, the positive side. I, I don't know. You're right. All right. Oh, okay. Let's just think. I about was just that using way. my privilege right. to, uh, How to, of me. to, I to pet a rabbit. I should have thought, and I don't want to know what you had to do with that little rabbit stuff, but just don't go there. It's too dark. I'm not sure our listeners are ready for the Dexter side of you. He looks like a thing that if you fried him up nice, uh, might be a oh, little treat. But, grotesque. No, but, uh, with the chickens and the, and the rabbits, uh, he also had a duck who he th- was pretty sure was a female duck, but she wasn't putting out any eggs. And he said that if she doesn't put any more, if she, if she doesn't put out any eggs this spring, then he How has no need does the duck know what direction south is? How to tell his wife from all the other ducks? Hmm. What the duck? Anyway, getting back to my point. Is I touched spider's legs off. But it'll keep on twitching and moving. Everything is planned out. Everything is so nicely planned out. And the human race, come smack your face. Something, something down the spout. Hmm. Itsy witsy spider. Oh, itsy, itsy teensy spider. Itsy teensy spider. So that's the, what I always taught was itsy bitsy spider. But And what did I say? Teeny weeny? You said teensy weensy, but no, that's not right. It's a bitsy, of course. I'm wrong. Yes, but however, the British Zoom man, Zoom is unlimited because I pay for that. Hmm. We should probably host on yours. Anyway, the the British. I only know this because I live in Europe, and we got some some English books for our kids. The British they don't say itsy bitsy; they say teensy weensy, which is close to what you said, I think, and that. It's like, no, I didn't say eensy weeny. No, you said teeny weeny. Teeny weeny. That's teeny weeny. No, I didn't say teeny weeny. That's what they used to call you in in college, I think. (laughs) Oh, it's my wife's nickname for no, not really. (laughs) She calls me Big Big Ed. Ed the talking horse. Anyway, it's everything, everything seems planned out. I know. We're just we're just pawns. All my organs doing their job. No help for me. I know. It's just so planned out. Everything's Who, so nicely planned out. Who's planned? The human race. Come smack your face. And? Yeah. No. No. It's just, That's the end of it? It's, well, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not by far. Itsy bitsy. Huh. Your weather is warmed up there, so you must be full spring, right? Close. Today, it was... We had a day when it was almost like... was nice. My hike was... I was in a t-shirt, but I was... It was cool, but I was walking. And so it was warm enough. But yeah, it's still starting to get warmer. And this weekend, actually, we have a trip planned. We're driving six hours away to a city called Teruel to visit my sister-in-law, who has been there working a temporary job for a couple months. And we're going to go spend a weekend with her and see that part of Spain that we've never been to. Oh, cool. So expect stories, glory, stories, glories. This has been uh, most satisfying interrogatory with you. It's uh, inter what? 
interrogatory. Okay. That's uh, you and me being uh, interrogating together. We were interrogatory. We were insulting each other. Yes, IT. IT. You D. might have heard of it. Anyway. But go, I must. Go, you shall. Go, I must. Go, I shall. And remember this. Everything seems planned out. Everything's so nicely planned out. Yeah. Any human race, come smack your face. Okay, that's it for episode number 145. You can find the show notes, like a link to the cave that I went to at happyhour.fm slash 145. And you can help support the show at patreon.com slash happyhour. We would love that. And we look forward to seeing you next week. <laughs>